we but mirror the world. All the tendencies present in the outer world are to be found within us. If we change ourselves, the tendencies in the world will also change. This paraphrased quote from Mahatma Gandhi is the basis of the program you are about to hear. I'm Dedalian, and this is Shining Stars, a program dedicated to searching out and bringing attention to individuals and organizations that are fostering positive change within our community and within our world. Welcome once again to Shining Stars. My guest today here on Shining Stars originally hails from Seattle, but has since made Lansing his home. He is a hip-hop recording artist, as well as the founder of the nonprofit known as All of the Above Hip-Hop Academy, an organization dedicated to supporting artistic expression, serving communities as a hip-hop culture resource for the purpose of youth development. His name is Jose Moore. Welcome to Shining Stars, Jose. Hey, thank you for having me. I appreciate you coming in today to uh, chat a little bit about, uh, first of all, yourself and, yeah. of course, the All of the Above Hip-Hop Academy. Right on. Uh, so positivity and how does it exist within us, it's kind of the pivot point of this show. Mm-hmm. And uh, we are all the sum of what most people see us as. Now, most people know you as a musician, of course. Uh, they also know you through the work you're doing through all of the above. And I'm sure you have other avenues in your life, though, that uh, maybe people don't get to see as much. Yeah. I would imagine those roles play, uh, there, that there are roles there that kind of bring you joy. And yeah. I guess my question is, is beyond all of the above, beyond being a hip hop artist, what is it that brings you joy in life? That's a great question. I mean, I'm, I'm a father and a husband. So those folks in my, in my crew, they, uh, they bring me joy. You call them your crew? My crew, my little, my group, <laughs> you know. Uh, how many, how many you got, if you don't mind me asking? Two sons. Okay. Yeah. Asa and Ira. Um, and yeah, they bring me a lot of joy. I feel like, I think, I think the pursuit of, um, I like challenge, you know what I'm saying? Sure. And it's nothing more challenging than, than having a family, you know, um, I guess. And, and, the, and the, at least for me, it's been some of the most challenging, but most rewarding aspects of my life and development. Um, but I like the way that challenge kind of shapes you, you know what I mean? Sure. Um, and so kind of leaning into that as somebody who I, I'm not a glutton for pain or anything like that, <laughs> but I, I definitely appreciate kind of the, the, the journey, I guess you could say. Right. And, I, and I get a lot of joy out of, out of kind of reflecting on my own, uh, reflecting on that of others, talking about it, conversation, meeting people. Um, I think this, what we're doing right now, just being able to kind of build, break bread, um, and, and connect with other people has always been something that's brought me joy. So now I'm a, running this nonprofit, and my main job and is I to connect. And I imagine that you know? has to be a challenge. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a challenge, and it's also one of those things where it's like, it's a challenge, especially in, you know, it's COVID era, but it's also one of those things that it, it's, it's like the alternator, right? It just kind of primes the pump. Like when I'm feeling, uh, you know, low or, you know, like the, the battery the battery isn't on full it's these conversations that kind of ramp me up again you know what i'm mm-hmm, saying mm-hmm. and this year of isolation or two years of isolation yeah it, that's that's been a tough one you know all right so that's hope cool. i answer your question man oh I'm you did all you, over you, the place you did a great great job i'm starving I think, for I conversation you, i think you got there you know yeah, we are all are these days <laughs> Uh, I think you got there and a little bit more. Uh, of course, when I first got to know you, uh, it was uh, we were still under the banner of LCC Radio here at L- uh, WLNZ. Yeah. And you were one of our M897 artists. This mm. was a featured artist that we did all the time. And uh, there was one track for certain that when I heard it, it connected with me. I'm going to play a little bit of that. Okay. I All right, so that's Jose Moore. The tune is, uh, it's called Good. Now, the, the thing about being a uh, musical artist of any type, you know, you, people interpret their song, your songs the way they interpret it. To me, the lyrics seem to reflect the notion of being grateful for what you have, but at the same time trying to keep that process alive uh, despite the day-to-day, day-to-day challenges of life. That's that's the way I saw it. Now, 
would you say that's kind of what the song is about? Yeah, at 100%. I feel like, you know, throughout the process of, of my own personal development, whether, you know, as a, as a father, husband, as an artist, um, all, you know, all the things that kind of fuel me, you know, you, you kind of shift, you find yourself kind of doing these things in different capacities along the way, right? Mm-hmm. And And being flexible and willing to kind of, you know, shift as the season of life shifts, you know, and try to do as gracefully as possible has kind of been the goal. And one of those hacks for me has been, you know, finding contentment and and gratitude throughout it all. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, There's a fine line between desire and discontent. Is that the the line, I think, on the song? I believe so. Yeah, you know, and it it is that. It's like, you know, at what point do you, you know, you don't want to settle for, you know, any version of yourself that isn't what you would like it to be. Right. At the same time, you know, um, there's, there's a fine line there. Where where can I just, like, take a moment and appreciate who I am now, what has led up to that, the things that, you know, outside of all the things I see missing or that I would like to achieve or have at my disposal or, you know, in, you know, in proximity to my person, uh, it's, it's, it's just being, you know, f- finding value in the now. You know what I mean? And I think Definitely. that is... That yeah. has been a big, big piece well, for me. And, and that that is – one of the things that I always admit is I am somebody that I'm not – I don't feel like I'm naturally positive. Mm, right. Uh, I have to make a very conscientious effort about it. Sure. Do you feel like you're a naturally positive person? Do you think you have to, like, think about those things and go, you know what? I got to remember what I do have is beautiful. You know, I would say – it's a day to day. I think I think mm-hmm. these last two years have kind of exposed some things in me. I was like, oh, that's dark. You know, sure, that's pretty dark yeah. there. You know, yeah. um, so I would say I am. I I tend to be an optimist, but I'm also a realist. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that can be a recipe for perfectionism. You know what I mean? Where it's like, oh, it's not good, but you better you don't sleep until it is, you know, right. and, and it better be great for it to be what you hope it, you know. So I wrestle with that, you know, sure. at, at times. And then people pleasing, all of these different things. You want to be liked, you want to be accepted, you know. So you just, it's a complex humanity we live in. And I think on most days, I'm pretty positive, but, you know, there's there's days where it's just like, man, I don't want to get out of bed. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, Especially these last couple know? of years. <laughs> um, so, yeah, man, trying to, trying to balance these songs are affirmations, you know, for me, you know, like mm-hmm. it's not just for other people. Like these are my mantras too, you know, where I got to remind myself that, yeah, man, it's, you know, all in all, I'm good. I don't want anything that bad, you know, to where it's, you know, um, jeopardizing my peace or my family or, you know, my, my own sanity. Right. You know, sometimes it's just, just being is enough. You know, uh, and There's a, there's a line in there to it. Uh, really spoke to me about the idea of not really wanting anything extra because you don't have it you're you know it's, it's you're where you're at you're good yeah you know and it's it's like i said take take be grateful for what you got yeah and that's what i read into it so yeah yeah I appreciate uh that. now when i say the words positive change what do they mean to you Yeesh. um so i had to think about this a bit because i think i think positive change for me is anything that is moving anyone to to a better version of themselves or the, a more a version of themselves that they hope to be but also with that that version of themselves kind of playing a, a part in the bigger picture so positive change i don't think it i don't think it is the end all be all isn't just me it shouldn't be i think a version of me that kind of lives in harmony with everything else, right. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Other people, my environment, my city, my community, my family. Like, I think that is, that is positive change. And that can, that's so incremental. I don't look at any little movement of the needle as something insignificant. I think my hope is that I'm doing better than I was doing yesterday in some capacity, even though it's maybe small, you know, mm-hmm. maybe, you know, I didn't raise my voice as many times today as I did yesterday. <laughs> maybe I did, but I was able to catch it, and, you know? So whatever it is, but I think positive change is just that it's, it's the, the forward motion of becoming your best self or the version of yourself you would like to be. And that kind of hinging on, on, on taking in consideration others, 
Okay. And everything else. I think that's beautifully stated. <laughs> you know well I mean? done. See, you didn't have to think that much about it. It came right off. <laughs> well, man, it's like it could get pretty wordy. If you give me a microphone and an opportunity to speak, I might take you like, I won't know where we'll end up. You know what I mean? And well, then you might we, have wrote, wrote me back in. So Then we're two people in the same pro- right have on. the same problem. Right <laughs> uh, in just a little bit, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the uh, all of uh, the above hip hop uh, academy. But uh, before we do, I got one more question for you. Uh, whether it is someone you personally know or whether it's uh, a person you've never met, like a historical figure, uh, is there anybody that you can think of that had a positive influence on your life? Yeah, I think um, so. I had a cousin, Marcus, and he reached out to me at a time where, where, where you know, this teenager just hanging out, hanging out to the point of not really having any direction or aim or focus, but just starting to get into trouble. At sure. least the group I was with was was starting to get into trouble a little bit, man. And and uh, I remember he kind of reached out to me. He's like, hey, you want to come to church, you know? And I'm like, sure. I mean, like, what is it? It's like, it was like this big, massive church in Seattle. It was really, really huge. And it had this, this youth group or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, that At the time, I was like, okay, this is something fun to do. Let's let's go, you know? Um so he he started driving across Seattle. I don't know if you've been to Seattle, but coming no, I, from like I, I am I'm trying to get there. Someday. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like the the traffic is horrendous. You know, this is ridiculous. Okay. It's crazy. This is gridlock like all the time. Even back then, you know. And he would make it a point to pick me up every Saturday night because um, I was living in Everett, Washington at the time. Mm-hmm. And it was a good like hour, you know, with traffic and all that. Probably even more just to drive and pick me up, bring him back to his house go to this youth group thing and, and, you know, and it was crazy because at that point in time in my life, you know, my friends were going a different path and like, man, it wasn't even like a couple weeks after I started doing this, um, that a couple of those friends got locked up and they just got out of prison like a couple years ago, you know, and this is, I was a teenager when this happened. Um, so they lost a good, you know, oh God, a couple years ago, a good 15 a decade to 15 years of their life while I was touring and traveling and kind of having this opportunity to, to grow and, and pursue my passions, you know, they were, they were in prison. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and when I reflect on people who've had like a positive influence on my life, there's been a lot, but I don't think there's any one person who came at more of a pivotal time of my life to reach out and to just offer me something positive to do. You know what I mean? And something to stay out of trouble, you know? Right. Um, yeah, man. So I said, my cousin Marcus, among among the many, I think his 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 investment was was crucial. That's awesome. Yeah. So, what exactly is the role of all of the above here in uh, our community? So I guess, I guess this is a few functions. I think um, you know the as, as a mentoring organization for young people. Mm-hmm. You know, leveraging hip hop culture or operating or functioning within hip hop culture to mentor youth. So that ends up being the kind of start point. There's always something hinged on youth development, artist development, and that kind of spills into community development. Um, so we work with local artists, local practitioners um, throughout the expressions of hip hop culture from breaking to graffiti to DJing, um, MCing. And then there's this knowledge piece um, onto like, journalism, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, right. So kind of approach it through this kind of holistic, um, lens of what is the whole culture and who are the people in in our local community who are practitioners who also have a capacity to, to, to mentor youth or to make themselves available. And it's pretty rich here. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know for a smaller scene, uh, the the concentration of artists who are kind of on that wavelength is amazing. You know okay. what I mean? Do, we, do you feel like it was like that when you first got here? I, I don't know. I don't know. I think I think I just. But you, you got here in like the early 2000s. Yeah, right? 2006. Yeah. And okay. I did. I gravitated to towards like minded individuals for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, James Garden back at the back of the day went by Filthy. Uh, Joshua Smith back in the day went by Jay Young. Yep. You know, Ward Skills. Obviously, he's 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 a he's a this is his home court here. All right. Um, but, you know, uh, along the way, you know, you just kind of gravitate towards these people who are like who are just good down to earth folks, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And um, I think 
in my own life, anecdotally, I, I appreciated those opportunities to connect with like-minded individuals, not only in on life, but, you know, um, in a creative capacity as well. Um, and so I feel like when we, when we started all the above hip hop Academy, pardon me. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, when we started all the above hip hop Academy, it was, it was like, you know, we need to kind of think about sustainability, um, from, from the beginning to end results. Right. So starting with the youth, it's not enough just to have some cool weekly events and hip hop shows and stuff. That's not going to sustain our scene Mm -hmm. because what we were noticing is folks were just kind of like, would you know they were wanting to move to Chicago or LA or get out of here, Miami? Gotcha. Yeah. So it was like let's build something that not only finds young people, gives them an opportunity to learn the craft, build with other like-minded individuals, with peers, find their peers and community, give them opportunities to get on the mic, to perform, professional opportunities, let's pay them. On top of that, let's let's just build community. You know. So mm-hmm. I think a loaded a loaded question because yes, we mentor our youth, but I think the role that we play in Lansing. Um, is we're also like kind of a conduit, you know, um, for inspiration, you know what I'm saying? Like Mm -hmm. as a small city to be able to organize and to have like a strong hip hop presence, um, and and to be doing it in a way that, that spreads the love around, you know what I'm saying? Across, across just outside of hip hop, but just into the creative arts, you know, uh, or into the creative scene in general. I feel like that's the, that's the role we play. We're an agent for inspiration, uh, connectivity and community building. You know what I mean? Sure. From, 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 uh, from the youth on up. Do you feel like, I mean, have you guys been able to sustain things pretty well during the uh, pandemic? Yeah, man, we went from being kind of a peripheral after school hip hop program at the beginning of the pandemic, Mm -hmm. um, to being what we've always claimed to be, you know, uh, uh, and, and, um, a mechanism for, um, you know, equity, equity building and, you know, preventative work, you know, when it comes to youth. So 2022, the, the world or at least the United States was on fire. Yeah. And, and we went from being like, you know, not getting a whole lot of support because we weren't, we did PPE is not our thing. You know what I'm saying? Right, we're not, right. <laughs> we're not sanitizer and masks on our bag, you know, you ain't got it just hanging around. Yeah. No, we, you know, we don't really need them. <laughs> I you don't know? think anybody did for a while. You know? um, but then all of a sudden, you know, the country's on fire and they're starting to look at, you know, what are the deficits, you know, uh, as it pertains to equity in our communities and what are the organizations and folks working to, 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 balance it out, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Or to build equity in our community. And so we went from this after school hip hop program to, uh, you know, uh, a way in which, um, folks could see investing into our efforts as, as something that does move the needle. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so the pandemic actually like it worked out for us, you know, <laughs> our priority definitely shifted or the way we were prioritized in some of these funders minds shifted during the pandemic as to be more in line with who we truly are and what we advertise to be. Gotcha. You know what I mean? So did you, did you have anything like uh, available in Seattle when you were living, growing up there like, like this? No, 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 no program, no organization, but some of the pieces that all the above offers the community, mm-hmm. I had those just kind of organically. And I was fortunate to grow up in a scene where like, you know, there is at any given event, there would be DJs, breakers, there'd be a graffiti element, there'd be MCs, obviously, there'd be battles on the mic and on the floor. And there was kind of this mixed bag of like newcomers and like older heads or like OGs in the community who True. like, who like, if you were good, you know, some of that, that was what it was, it was contingent upon whether or not you were good, that they would reach out and, you know, offer their time and services. But, you know, I happened to find myself in a position where I had older, older heads kind of like say, you know, like, yeah, hey, man, I'll get you a show. Or would you like to open up for us? Sure. Uh, you know, we got a show next month in Portland. You want to open up for us? We'll bring you down there. Or, you know, um, and then on the ride, asking about grades, asking about, you mm-hmm. know, relationships. And so kind of just pouring into me and like taking an interest in me outside of my craft. Um, and that was special for me. You know, and I was like, yeah, man, because I am more than just an MC and more than a rapper. I got life I'm dealing with and it's dope to have somebody who speaks the same language as me as it pertains to hip hop and the culture actually making time to, to build with me as a, as a human being outside of my craft. That was just something that was really, because my parents could say something all, all day. They could, you should go to college. You should do this. You, 
we weren't really speaking the same language. We're sure. cut from the same cloth, the same family, same blood, but it didn't resonate the same as it did as somebody I admired as an MC taking the time to say, yeah, you don't only have to rap. You could rap, yes, for sure, and I think it'll get you far, but you should also think about these other pieces. It just hit different. It resonated. Right. And that know? brings me to the next, uh, my next question is, is, okay, so do you usually... You know, a young young kid comes in, mm-hmm. wants to rap. Do you just show them that? Do you, do you show them like different areas? Because because there's you know so many different avenues to to hip hop, like you were mentioning earlier. Yeah. Uh, so do you do you kind of give them the the whole gambit, if you will, or do you let them focus in on their their primary interest? Uh, we try to give them as much as as we <laughs> we give them as much as they want. You know what I mean? Uh, mm-hmm. So entry level, you come in, you might be just learning how to make a beat or write a rhyme or structure mm-hmm. a 16 mm-hmm. bar, you know, but along the way, you are going to get the history of hip hop. You know, mm-hmm. you're going to get some of those pieces. Um, we're going to get conversations around, you know, uh, society and and maybe some politics, maybe some just just self and personal development questions. You know, a lot of that, you know. Um, sure. But yeah, you know, we give them, we definitely, it's, there's, there's fun. You know what I mean? We're going to give you all the, all the beat making and the recording and all of that. You'll have access to that. But there is this piece of that we're really trying to intentionally build community with these young people and be, be a resource to them. Um, and so what we've noticed is that um, if hip hop is something you're truly interested in and you come and you rock with us for any, like, you know, a, a couple sessions or whatever, typically you'll come back and you'll keep coming back, even though our curriculum really only supports like year one. But okay. As you keep coming back, you're still getting new things every single time because it's pretty dense and chock full of information and perspectives and conversations with our with our um, with the artists who are teaching these classes. Um, just a wealth of knowledge and experiences. So you can't really you can't really unpack all of that within eight weeks, meeting a couple hours right. a week, you know. So they keep coming back. And just recently, we've developed a program that is specific or or specializes in you know that. We're not, you know, um, like that, that, um, professional development capacity, you know what I mean? So we take it from like learning the how to's and the why's and the what's to like, what do you want to do with this? And where do you want to go outside of even music? Let's, 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 let's connect you with MSU FCU. Let's connect you with LCC. Let's connect you with Lansing Promise. All of, all people who we have partnerships with, right? Sure. So they come in and add this additional layer that, that that focuses on them developing as professionals and, and uh, exploring their career paths and b- building a brotherhood or, or um, you know, a community within that group. Um, I say brotherhood, but it's definitely not, you know, exclusive to boys. This particular cohort is, 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 is guys. Um, <laughs> but, you know, we're still a young organization. We've kind of like, we have a lot of, um, we're known, you know what I'm saying? But what right. folks don't know is that we're we're not working with hundreds of kids yet. You know what I'm saying? We're working with a group of kids, um, maybe, you know, 60, 50 to 60 kids um, consistently who we've been able to develop a blueprint around saying, like, this works. Yeah. You know, we we find something they're interested in and we make ourselves available to give them more than their interest, but kind of lead them to the water and lead them to these resources and opportunities. This works. Yeah. You know, and so... Between last year and this year and, and years to come, we're excited about the growth and being able to impact and have more kids come through our doors. You know what I mean? Right. And 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 all of the above is a nonprofit. Do you yeah. do you work with volunteers at all? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. What what would you know, if somebody wanted to volunteer, what kind of thing would they be doing there? So, you know, uh so there's the volunteer as an artist. So if you make beats, write rhymes, you have a, you want to work with youth, you know what I'm saying? Um, you can definitely go to our website and, and, and volunteer that way, you know? Why don't you um, go ahead and throw that website to us right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all of the above hiphop.org. And um, yeah, you can follow, find the volunteer page and it would take all your information right there and then get, get back to you. But that's not the only way. You know, if you don't, if you're not a practitioner and you're just a community member who wants to get involved, we have events. We need we need folks to help set up and tear down, and we're looking for help on the um, some administrative help as mm-hmm. well. You know, um, 
you know, social media, you know, Twitch. Twitch is something that we are, right. everybody in our crew is unfamiliar with, but we know we want to have a solid Twitch stream or solid Twitch page. So if you know somebody who is like a guru <laughs> at Twitch, send them our way so we could get, get that covered, get that going too. But yeah, there's, there's a variety of ways to volunteer and, and, we're pretty organic in our approach, you know. You you, you reach out, we'll set up a, a coffee, sit down and see what your interests are, even furthermore than what you disclosed on the on the form, and figure out ways to plug you in. You know what I mean? So it's awesome. It's yeah. awesome. All right, uh, Jose, it has been awesome talking to you today. Yeah, uh, I really do you. appreciate you coming in yeah. and uh, being a part of the show. All of the above, hiphop.org is the place to go if you want to find out more about uh, what Jose does, as well as more about the organization. Uh, we do have one final and last question. This is my conceptual question for every guest on Shining Stars. Are you ready for it? I think so. I think this is right. Yeah, if you had the ability to snap your fingers and put one thought in the collective consciousness of the entire human race at the same time, what would it be? Wow. This is going to sound so elementary, but I, I, think it's, I think it's at the core of a lot of our issues. Um, but I would say that Everyone has equal value. Yeah. Everyone, I, 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 you know, from the from the the village you see, okay, as a as a as a as a as a as a necessity in war to bomb, yeah, just as valuable as your kids, just as valuable as your family, just as valuable as the country you're trying to protect. I don't think it's as elementary as you think it is because we're still all working at trying to get. You to know that what point, I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, it's one of those things where. I think that would that would solve a lot of a lot of our issues. Just you know, just the inherent value being not not that we all have it, but that it's equal. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Jose, awesome having you here, man. Hey, I appreciate it. Thank you. Remember, we can all contribute something good to this world, no matter how big or small. A simple smile, a friendly gesture. That's all it takes to expand the power of positivity one inch further. I encourage you to find your shining star within by being the change you want to see. Thanks so much for listening to Shining Stars and, of course, sharing your time with me today. I'm Dudalian, and you can listen to this episode of Shining Stars On Demand along with other LCC Connect programs at lccconnect.org. Featuring the staff, faculty, students, and others that help to make Lansing's Premier College what it is today. You're listening to LCC Connect. To find out more about our featured programs or to listen on demand, visit us at lccconnect.org. LCC Connect. Voices. Vibes. Vision. The Lansing Community College Foundation provides scholarships that make education possible, change students' lives, and uplift our community. The foundation annually accepts scholarship applications from November through January. Learn more at lcc.edu scholarships. Hi, I'm Melissa Kaplan, and I host a show called Galaxy Forum on LCC Connect. It's all about the creativity in our classrooms and on campus here at LCC and the connections we have with the community. You can catch Galaxy Forum here on LCC Connect or listen anytime at lccconnect.org. Hey parents, finding it hard to communicate with kids in today's world of ever-changing slang? Hi son. Excuse me? Introducing the Communicizer. Just strap non-toxic Communicizer to your mouth and go from boring old man speak. Oh, you know, I'm here if you want to talk. To 100% off the chain. Text me whenever, yo. It's that easy. Thanks to Communicizer, I'm relevant to my kids again. I mean... A fly, boo. And now when you buy Communicizer, you get the auto-tune attachment free. Sounds so hip-hop, your kids will want to talk to you for hours. I used to have to walk three miles uphill to school every morning short day. I love you, Dad. I love you too, son. Communicizer is not available in stores because it doesn't exist. But that's okay. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Because kids in foster care don't need perfection. They need you. For more information on how you can adopt, go to adoptuskids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt Us Kids, and the Ad Council. Lansing Community College Performing Arts features several events and presentations throughout the year. 
Find more information by visiting lcc.edu slash show info. LCC. Connect. Voices. Vibes. Vision. Hi, I'm Dr. Tanya Bailey, and welcome to Arts, Artists, and Advocates, the radio show, a series of conversations and performances that explore diversity, equity, and inclusion through the arts and activism. We're highlighting the work of people on our campus and in our community that's making a difference. What happens to a dream deferred, asked Langston Hughes in one of his best-known lines, He became synonymous with the Harlem Renaissance, and his work has inspired subsequent generations of black poets, entertainers, and activists. A major poet, Hughes also wrote novels, short stories, essays, and plays. He's a sought-out, was a sought-out musician and a sought-out writer that highlighted the hard-working class of blacks, including both sentimental idolization and negative stereotypes. Until the time of his death, he spread his message harmoniously and also humorously at times through audiences around the country, making sure that his poetry and his message was known by people, even other American poets. Well, today on Arts, Artists, and Advocates, we're proud to feature Anthony Feimster as our special guest who embodies the spirit of legends like Langston Hughes and others who influences their communities through the arts. I believe the most important gift you can give yourself is time, taking time to be. So today's show is uniquely entitled being you. Please help me welcome to Arts, Artists, and Advocates, Mr. Anthony Feenstein. <laughs> thank you for the applause and welcome, Anthony. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm really glad to be here, for sure. Listen, you are um, exactly what I just said, an embodiment of Langston Hughes and all that he represented. Um, but I don't know if a lot of people know who you are to our listeners. So I want you to tell us, who is Anthony Finkster? Um, Well, first, I am one who created the um, Google phones <laughs> and uh, currently working on my new product. <laughs> now I need the ah button right there. <laughs> but, no, um, my name is Anthony Feimster, yes. uh, born and raised in uh, Flint, Michigan. Flint Town. You know, uh, went to schools there, uh, caught the bus there, <laughs> uh, raised two sisters, basically. Mom wow. working from home um, and working um, full time at her job on a daily basis. And so um, in a nutshell, like I said, I'm just a boy who loves music hmm. and uh, grew up in Flint and wants to help my community. I love it. That, so. I absolutely love that. Listen, talk about, um, because, you know, I'm from Flint as well. Mm-hmm. Talk about where you're from and how does that affect the work that you do in your music? Oh, man. Um, where I'm from on, on, on the north side of Flint. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Talk about it. Ran down <laughs> uh, homes on one end and then. Uh, you got two, you got Alabama fish and chicken right behind me. Oh, some good food. And then you got churches right across the street. <laughs> and so, I mean, it's, it's it's helped me because it gives me an opportunity to be a voice for, you know, people who have came from that type of environment. Yes, yes. So I try to demonstrate that in my music. You know what I'm saying? I try to try to be as authentic as possible. Hmm. Um with that and uh, really just try to showcase that as much as I can. So. Well, I believe you absolutely do, but I want our listeners to weigh in on that as well. I mm-hmm. want to play um, one of your first songs off of your album, mm-hmm. uh, and it's called Static. Mm-hmm. And so I want our listeners to take a listen to Static by Anthony Finkster. Here we go.
That was Static by <laughs> Anthony Feimster. And guess what? We have him right here in the <laughs> studio. Anthony, talk to me about this song. I was just grooving in my seat as I listened to it. I know our listeners were doing the same thing, too. <laughs> <laughs> so what is, what? first of all, why do we name this song Static? What is that about? Yeah, so um, a lot of it stemmed from um, the moment that I wrote um, a lot of the songs from that project. Um, basically what I did was I took um, 21 days and created music from scratch Mm. and um, I took the five most viewed um, songs or the five most viewed videos on Instagram Mm. and I extended the idea so that idea from static was really only about 15 seconds and then I extended it in the studio and it gave me just high energy um, you know, the, the instrumentation that I use, it just, it just reminded me of, of, you know, just this electrical yeah. 80s type vibe. I was going to say, it felt like a yeah. little 80s vibe too. I'm an 80s baby, by the yeah, way, yeah. you know, born and raised, the 80s raised me. <laughs> <laughs> so that's really, that's really where it came from. And then not only that, more on a philosophical end, I mm-hmm. guess, um, COVID had began. And so it was it was a still moment for me, hmm. and that was the first song on the track. So it was kind of like, um, you know, back in the days where the TVs would go off. Oh my goodness, you know? you're too young to remember that. <laughs> I am, I am. <laughs> but I was just watching The Godfather and The Irishman, <laughs> and uh, it was a scene where that happened. But anyway, yes, yes. Uh, you know, a lot of that came from that. So it was kind of like a, a static moment in my life where I didn't know what was going on. I just wanted to create music. So I asked, I love the name. And I think even right now, the word static, mm-hmm. it means a lot to different people, right? Um, mm-hmm. and, and maybe as an artist, you've been influenced by some other artists. So I'd like to ask, mm-hmm. you know, who are some of the, the influencers in your life right now? Okay, so I was told I can be myself. So yes, that's what please. I'm do. Uh, last Friday... <laughs> I had the opportunity to see my, I would say, honestly, my number one influence. Ooh, who is it? James Taylor. Oh, great music. Great musician. Yes. Yeah. So James Taylor is a huge influence over my life. PJ Morton, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, Robert Glasper, Corey Henry, uh, Bob Dylan, <laughs> um, Stilly, uh, St- Stilly, Bob Dylan, Stilly yeah. Dan. Wow. Um, those are big. Those are some big names. Yeah, Stevie Wonder. I mean, back when you know putting out albums was you know the thing. You know, I know we I do it. singles and singles and singles. Yeah. But uh, those type of artists was you know. And so those artists obviously will know you one day, right? No man. <laughs> um, but this next song we're about to play really had me bumping. B u m p i n g. Literally bumping out of my. And I'm, I want I want us to play a little bit of that because I think uh-huh. our listeners will get a little bit more taste of who Anthony Feimster is. Listen, yeah. this is "Bump" by Anthony Feimster. Here we go. By Anthony Feast. We're, we're just rocking and moving, and I wish you all could see Anthony like um, magically playing, playing the airless piano right now mm-hmm. on this song. What is Bump? Why this song? What does the name mean? Yeah. Wow. So, so when I when I whenever I create anything, um, it's really I, I try to I try to emphasize like how it made me feel mm-hmm. or how it. There's always a picture attached to it. Okay. So you know a lot of people have different processes, but you know that don't 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 it yes. just felt like it was I, like i don't know just that was the name 
you know, that was the first thing that came to mind, like bump. It's all, it, the music gave me like instructions, like I was supposed to be doing something, yeah, like, <laughs> cleaning yeah. my house or, um, you know, making a difference, doing something active. <laughs> like it just gave me that. Um, I'm telling you, that is going to be on my playlist for a minute here. Okay. Thank um, you. Thank, I no, it. A, a great, great song. Again, we're <laughs> we're today we're here today with Anthony Finkster uh, here on Arts Artists and Advocates, and we're talking uh, with a great. I think uh, one of our great legends in the making here. Um, I want to play a game, okay. if you don't mind. Let's Welcome do to it. the Tanya Bailey experience. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this it. game is a made-up game by me, and it's mm-hmm. called If I F. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I want to I want to engage you in this game. It's really simple. Mm-hmm. I am going to ask you a phrase, and you just simply respond to it. Okay. But all of the questions that I ask start with If. Are you ready? Okay. All right. So, if diversity was a food or a cereal, what would it be for you? Cereal is my favorite food, so I think I'm going to try something with that. Um, If diversity, let's say... (laughs) (laughs) I got them, everybody. I got them stumped. I'm going to say maybe tricks. Mm. Um, Or like a... Yeah, I would say tricks. Okay. Yeah. If diversity was a cereal, it would be tricks for you. Now, why? Um, because of just the the, the multiple colors, multiple yes. flavors, multiple um, shapes, multiple uh, fruits. Yeah. You know, I, I think that would be the, the best. <laughs> I mean, rendition. I was going to say fruity pebbles, but it doesn't have as many shapes. Got it. You yeah. Know? So uh, I like that. I'm going to go with tricks. Okay. Mm-hmm. Next, next, next question on the game of if. Mm-hmm. If equity was an animal, what would it be? Mm. Mm-hmm. If equity was an animal. What would it be? Ooh. <sighs> I'm going to have to say maybe a... Man, I'm I'm really you stumped. <laughs> I'm really am stumped. But we know that equity is about making sure everything is distributed um, based on need, not necessarily equality, which means everybody get the same thing. So okay. when you think about um, equity, you're, we're thinking about making um, disbursements or providing resources or an action that meets the needs of individuals where they are. Oh man, <laughs> maybe <Does that> help? <laughs> yeah, but. I, Maybe some form of uh, like lion or mm. gorilla, I, I like would that. say, you know, just as it relates to like what it is they have to do for their, their family yeah. and their, you know what I'm saying? So oh, that's I would have good. to say one of those, you know, pride, you know, lion pride, lion king. And, that's really good. Making sure yeah. there's equity for your family. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the I'll audience agrees. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Awesome. Yeah. Last one. If inclusion was a song, mm. how would you sing it? Oh man! <laughs> How would you think it? What would it be like? <laughs> Hello, everybody! Yes, <laughs> I love That's it. That's the first thing that came to my mind, Michael McDonald. But no, <laughs> I, I mean honestly, I think of Ray Charles, Georgia. Mm, yes. I don't know why, but like. Just what he did mm-hmm. for his community, right. and then what, how he included multiple backgrounds and multiple. Um, phases of different backgrounds you know whether it was um, no matter the race or Mm -hmm. ethnic group Georgia was one of those songs that like broke all the barriers I love it and included you know orchestra um, yes multiple voices and so I think Georgia would be I like that could you could you could you do that inclusion song one more time hello everybody I think it's gonna be a hit (laughs) one two three go Hello, everybody. Hey, thank you so much. <laughs> Round of applause for Anthony Fins for playing the game If right here on Arts, Artists, and Advocates. <laughs> Listen, in our next, in our next uh, segment here, I just want to talk to you a little bit about your inspiration. Like you mentioned some really big names, mm-hmm. um, right? So I want to know from you, like where do you find your inspiration to do uh, this amazing writing and producing? Um. I honestly, lately I've been in a place to where I find inspiration from anything. Hmm. And what I mean by that is I'm big on movies. Yeah. Um, so I'm really big on like the storyline of um, good movies like Goodwill Hunting oh, or whatever nice. it may be. Um, paintings. Yes. Um, I've I've written songs just watching paint and just being inspired by that. I, love I reach out to artists, you know, whether it's in UK or London, they reach back to me and say, "Oh, you know, I give you permission to write to this." And and so, 
Um, I believe that you can be inspired by anything. I used to think, you know, it was just music, you know what I'm saying, coming up and growing up, especially in the background you grew up in. But I really believe that, you know, art is everywhere. Like everything is art. Art is everywhere. You know, yeah. And so... I might have That's to steal that things. line for um for this show yeah. as a byline as a, as a byline. Art is everywhere, yeah. um, and I agree with you that inspiration can be found mm-hmm. in in just about anything. Yeah. And I want to play one more song of yours called mm-hmm. uh, "Blue Mud." Oh man! Clearly, <laughs> we gotta talk about this. Listen, this is Anthony Feinster right here on Arts, Artists, and Advocates, and we're listening to "Blue Mud." Here we go. <laughs> Anthony Feimster, that you just heard, Blue Mud. What the heck is Blue Mud? Because <laughs> wherever it is, I want it. Because <laughs> doesn't oh, exist. I, you know, when I came up with the title of that one, um, it was just again, it, it it was associated with. I associate sounds with hmm. color, and so I can't remember what it's called. I think it's like anesthesia or something like that amnesia. I don't know not amnesia for sure okay. but um yeah it was just one of those things I was just like man I don't know what to name this one and I just kept going with my feeling and sometimes when I'm saving tracks mm-hmm. I'll just save it as something so I won't forget it and then <laughs> next thing you know that's the name of the song but man this this is really man this is really bringing back a lot of memories just the pro- the whole process mm-hmm. of how things start and finish is is that i think that's super fulfilling I so think that's proce- an art as well the yeah. the process for this song um one of our audience members wanted to know did you are you playing all the instrumentation on this or what like no i what i do is i go into the studio or, or my little computer and my i get my sounds together and then i play all the sounds, so I'll play the guitar part, wow. and I'll play the bass part, and, I'll, and then when we get in the studio, I'll say, okay, here's the skeleton, Yeah, go do what you want, you <laughs> oh know, goodness. and kind of give them that free reign, you know. And I'm sure as musicians, they absolutely love that free range. Yeah. Um, talk to us a little bit then about uh, why art and music is important to our society right now. Well, I feel like it's one of the, one of the most consistent things as I, you know, when I used to study music in school, mm-hmm. Um, I feel like music and art were were a couple of the most consistent things throughout history. Yes. You know, when war was happening, yes, um, they would have uh, musicians come forward and blow the trumpet, or they would mm-hmm. have different painters come to uh, the, the Queen of Elizabeth's yeah, house. Yeah, inspiring, and, right? You know, it was like they needed these things um, to feel comfort, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I would have to say that it's important because it it just does something for the soul. I mean, yes. it's hard to explain. It's just it's something that's felt, you know what I'm saying? And a lot of people don't know how to explain it. But, you know, John Mayer once said, we're waiting, waiting, <sighs> waiting on the world to change. Me and all my friends were all misunderstood. And he yes. was just explaining hmm. how he felt in that time, you know. And I love so, that. Yeah, I, I think that is because it's so consistent, mm-hmm. you know, with, I mean, with all the controversy, you know, 
it's, it's needed. It's so needed. Yeah. I, I appreciate that. Listen, I want in our last segment here, I want us to get comfortable talking mm-hmm. about some uncomfortable topics okay. for some, like talking about race and, and really talking about identity, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and making sure that we fit. And, and as you just said, music and art, they're important. Um, you have a song called Yako. Mm. We're gonna, this is the last song we're going to play today. Um, you got to go out and get the rest of the music. I, I can't play it all his albums. Um, but um, Yako, um, I want to play that and then I want to come back and talk about the uncomfortableness about that song mm. and why it brings comfort to so many. Here is Jaco by Anthony Feimster. I gotta tell you my story, y'all. Look. Battling with so many things on a daily basis. No matter where I go, people want me to satisfy faces but i wish they understood that i'ma be good doing what's best for me and i don't care how much it hurts hurts because this is the life of my story my My socks don't match and my clothes don't fit where you want to and it's okay 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 it's okay Taking big steps just to be myself. Gotta do it for the way I wanna. And it's okay. 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 Yeah. Everybody wants me to be something that I'm not. Something that I'm not. If I'm not strong enough, they gon' lock me up in that box. But there's no way I'ma let them do that. I got big dreams and it's only a few that understand living your life is worthwhile no matter what they say i'ma make sure i'm different so uh my socks don't match and my clothes don't fit where you want them and it's okay 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 Come on, Anthony, sing that. <laughs> dun, dun. Socks don't match and my clothes don't fit. Yeah. The way you want them. Why? And it's okay. 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 Listen, don't get me singing in here. It's okay. It's okay. You it's just okay. heard Yako yeah. by Anthony Feimster right here yeah. on Arts, Artists, and Advocates. What the heck is Yako? Like, these Man. song titles are just getting me today. <laughs> what does that mean? So Yako is, uh, it's okay, spelled backwards. What? Get out of here. Yeah. Come so on. <laughs> it, it means a number of things, right? So uh, Y-A-K-O, um, you are creatively original. Um, so it's stop, just a creative stop, way. Stop, rewind, <laughs> stop, rewind. You are what? You are creatively original. I love that. And um, so when it comes to just letting people know that, you know, no matter what it is that you do, no matter what gender, no matter mm-hmm. what race, it's okay to be exactly who you are. Yes. And the quicker we can understand that, the quicker we can understand that we are reaching more people than we ever could by mimicking other people or mm. doing different things. You, you get more opportunities. You're, you're more aware and it's more comfortable. I love that. This is such a positive message. I, I just have really one um, one question in this segment about getting comfortable talking about uncomfortable topics like this. Mm-hmm. Um, what is your earliest recollection of your racial identity, and how that how does that um, help create the song that you just we just heard? If I'm being honest, mm-hmm. um, I um, I would say maybe about two years ago. Okay. And as crazy as that sounds, I mean. Like, for example, coming into the realization of what Juneteenth is, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't know what that was, Got you it. know. Um, being in school, I was the only African-American male who was in jazz, who was in choir, who conducted orchestra, who did jazz, who sought after opportunity before information. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so a lot of it really didn't, you know, when I was in the schools, I would I would feel a certain type of pressure. Yes. And... I didn't feel that or I wasn't aware of that until I started really stepping out and being myself. Yeah. And that didn't happen until college. And so it was weird because, you know, you would you would think, okay, well, and I was thinking about that, like, man, maybe maybe it was when I was earlier, but that wasn't really an <laughs> issue when I was, you know, earlier. I yeah. you know, I didn't have I didn't have 
I didn't have to vote when I was earlier. I didn't have to pay <laughs> attention to certain things when I was young. And so I wasn't aware of my racial. I mean, when you're young, I mean, you love everybody. Everybody loves you. Right, and right. Then when you get older, it's kind of like, man, you know, maybe I didn't get that job because I was. Right. No, it's not because I'm black, is it? But <laughs> but you start to, you know, be conscious of those types of things. So your socks don't match and your clothes don't fit. <laughs> Never. The way you want them, your lyric says, but it's okay. <laughs> uh, which really I think really helps a lot of us understand it's okay to be us. Right. Uh, and this show really highlights diversity, equity, inclusion, and I want you to know we have been just blessed mm -hmm. <laughs> that you have been here today. How do you want to leave your mark on the world as it relates to diversity, equity, inclusion, and accessibility through your music? How do you want to leave a mark? I want to leave a mark by um, my motto, which is to live, lead, and love by example. Mm. You know, no matter what it is that you do, how you do it, I'm going to live by example. Yeah. I want to love people by example. I want to lead people by example and that's through music mainly and of course through other entities as i'm getting older <laughs> but um letting people know that it's okay to be themselves is the most important thing because a lot of people the most expensive place is the grave hmm. a lot of that's ideas good. have died in the in people <clears throat> in the graveyards because they were afraid to be themselves wow and so I encourage you to be yourself. Yeah, tell you them know? it's okay. Sing that. It's okay. And it's okay. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> Love it. Listen, where can <laughs> listeners catch up with you? Uh, Instagram, F as in Frankenstein, E-I-M-S-T-R-O, Femstro, everything. On Twitter, Twitch, I play a lot of video games. <laughs> um, and uh, my music is on uh, Spotify, Apple Music. Um, yeah. SoundCloud everywhere. Everybody go and follow Feemstro. Anthony Feemster, it has been a, a joy, a delight to have you here with us today. Thank you, and the best is yet to come for you. Listen, thanks everyone for listening to Arts, Artists, and Advocates radio show today. It's a series of conversations and performances that explore diversity, equity, and inclusion through arts and activism. We're also highlighting the work of people on our campus and in our community that's making a difference. I am your host, Dr. Tanya Bailey, reminding you that you matter. We'll see you next time. There's something about the name. Connecting you with Lansing Community College, this is LCC Connect. LCC Connect. Voices. Vibes. Vision. K-12 Operations at Lansing Community College is a proud collaborator of the Lansing Promise Scholarship available to graduating high school seniors. Find information at lcc.edu slash hope. Lansing Community College's Fresh Start program forgives outstanding student balances, allowing students to re-enroll without penalty. Fresh Start does not apply to student loan creditors. Learn more at lcc.edu slash fresh start. LCC Connect. Voices. Vibes. Vision. Welcome to the Star Zone, a program dedicated to highlighting the services and resources available to students at Lansing Community College. I'm Rhonda Miller, Dean of Student Affairs. Now let's find out what's in the zone, the Star Zone. Hi, I'm Lisa, an academic advisor here at LCC. Academic advising is an integral part of a student's college career. Advisors are here to help students define and achieve their educational goals and provide information, encouragement, and advice for making good academic decisions. We listen to concerns and ask questions to help you through the entire process. Academic advising is also confidential. We're here to help. It's what we do. When a student meets with an academic advisor early and throughout their academic career, they tend to save time as well as money. We'll work together to establish a plan to help students reach their goals. Come see us. You can work with an academic advisor in person, over the phone, via web chat, or even by virtual appointment. Go to lcc.edu advising to learn more. Thanks so much for listening. 
Once again, I'm Rhonda Miller, and I invite you to find out more about the other features of the Star Zone by visiting lcc.edu slash in the zone.